Good evening everybody, this is Gordon from Grinning Gargoyle Gaming. I am joined tonight by my players for a special episode. Um, we have Alan playing as Xerxes, we have Mickey playing Siren, we have Byron playing Cyan, we have Neville playing Beiru, we have Peter playing Carolus, and Richard playing Carcarius. When last we met or saw our heroes, they had uh, made their way um, back to the ducal city of Seton, where they, well, after they had deposited a certain glowing crystal item on a beach somewhere in the Azure Sea, and yeah, they have now returned to port and were about to engage in some downtime. Um, just as a little bit of a reminder to you guys, there's also um, the Duke that requested a message, a message, a meeting. There we go. Um, so yes, I do not know what you guys would like to do first. I will leave it up to you. Oh, well, I think we should start, like getting to port and whatever. Well, you guys are already <laughs> in port. You guys are docked. The ship is uh, secure. Um, I was choked. I tried finding information. Yeah, you tried finding information. One little point of order, though. Um, the dead people on board ship. What are you <clears> doing <throat> with them? Doing that sea thing. Oh. Aerial thing. Probably, probably taking them to their respective temples or families. All right. Um, I'm trying to think if I mean, that would we'll, require we'll, we'll a, put a word. Same. The thing is, because they were on loan from you from the Duke, yeah. I should imagine yeah. that one of the Ducal uh, aides would have had information, if not, um, you know, old Lord uh, Restford would most likely be able to point you in the right direction. So all the crew members themselves would know what to do. So, okay, I'm not going to belabor that point at all, then. Um, uh, so, I mean, they, they are preserved for, like, ten days, so... Yeah, I know, they were, and, I mean, it only took you guys, like, what, half a day to get back to Seton itself, so, yeah, you should, yeah. there should be plenty of time, nothing's going to happen to them. Um, you can reach out to the local temple of Procan and Osprum as well to, you know, come perform the... The final rites, or you guys can do it yourselves since they're part of your crew. I, I'll leave it to the two clerics. What do you guys think? Uh, hey, why don't we divide? There's what ten of them, right? Uh, five, 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 five. Yeah, that seems fair. Five souls yeah. for Osprim, five souls for Broken. Yeah, <laughs> those Xerxes you can't take any for yourself. No, no. I'm having ten souls. <laughs> <laughs> they're gone. It's too late for you. They're gone. They're gone. Um, um. Yeah. Well, it, maybe... Can I have the yeah. older ones? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Alright, so you, you, you divvy up the corpses. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Like, I'll trade I'll trade you this one for that slightly younger one. Oh, um, I like the gristle in his eye. Yeah, alright, fine. Okay. <laughs> kind of like roll him over to you. <laughs> I'm drunk enough with this. 
<laughs> Thanks, Mickey. <laughs> I, I kind of agree. <laughs> I kind of agree. Yeah. Um, alrighty, so you guys, it won't take you long. I mean, with a day, you would be able to do, you'd probably be able to do like a, a mass burial, if you will. Um, At sea, yeah. right? Well, no, because the, the tenets of both of your gods would be the recovery of sailors so that they can <clears> be buried, strangely enough, on land. That yeah. is ironic, so yeah. We would it take it to the temple and but then it's... go they'd be buried in either unmarked graves or marked graves, depending what the fa- if we can find the families. I no, think well, I mean, would, like, would start like tying rocks around their feet or something and then like <laughs> look her over at um, Karkarius to see like if he's doing the same. No, I'll look back and like, we, we're not throwing them in the harbour. They need to go <laughs> to the graveyard. But I mean like, a harbour's a graveyard, right? Yeah, yeah, it can be. Yeah, but you don't necessarily want to yeah. jump in for a swim and then just run into a dead body. The that's right. Like dump bodies into the ocean. Yeah, that's I'm... right. And the poor fishermen as well. Yeah, good points. Yeah, imagine hooking some poor skull. It's pretty brutal. Like, you, you, you <laughs> think you've got a big fish, next thing it's just <laughs> someone's face screaming at you. Okay, cool. point taken. All right, let's um, <laughs> let's bury them like on the beach then, I guess. <laughs> well, there there is a graveyard in yes. in town that we can bury them at. Yes, there is. It would be more appropriate. <laughs> I mean, we we may need a wheelbarrow or a cart for all the bodies. Well, luckily, you happen to be down at the docks, and carts are not a difficult thing to get hold of. Have you? So, yes. Yeah, a cart for bodies. <laughs> yes. Of course. What do you think happens with everybody else who dies at sea? True. Well, most people probably just kick them overboard like Cyan would. Actually, also, I, I would imagine that there would be like some young acolyte from you know, each of the temples that just loiters around the docks gambling all day until ships come in with bodies, and then he's just like hey. he's got his cart ready. <laughs> hey, you child, bring the cart. Bring the body cart. Because no older older one wants the job. Oh. <laughs> How old are you, little person? Um, I was like, I don't want to be ageist, so we can totally have an old acolyte. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I want a child, a child acolyte. It must be like seven, I'm kidding. No, it wouldn't be that young. I mean, they'd have to actually have some sort of strength behind them. So probably well, teenagers, 13, well. 14 years old. Okay, um, hey little boy, girl, person, um, I've got some bodies here for you, you mind uh, loading them up? Sure thing, sir. I'll give you, um, two copper for each. Sure thing, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Holds out his hand. Uh, Yeah. Sign, you know he normally does this for free, right? Yeah, but I mean, this is like, it's a really shitty job. (laughs) The kids are standing there looking, watching the coins in your hand, waiting <laughs> yeah, for them to drop I, into I, his palm. I, I, I flick him a whole silver. Alright, awesome. Wow. Generous, sir. Thank you, sir. Well, let's, let's get these guys loaded up and buried. So, right, let's do it. He he gives like a sharp whistle, which I won't even attempt to replicate <laughs> because I can't. And um, we see two, two other acolytes um, you see that two of them are from the Temple of Procan, and one is from 
um, ice uh, ice Where the fuck did that come from? Osprim. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and these three with their carts the, load up the, the mace comes to fruition. <laughs> <laughs> they um, they start, you know, they bring up the carts and the rest of the sailors, um, sort of like uh, you know, those that it was, was their friends. This kind of like form this informal escort um, of these kids with these carts um, and how to push them up the hill towards the <clears throat> temple area. Uh, so you guys are following along. Or... Yeah. yeah, I think I'm going to chat to the kids um, and like um, ask them if they know about Osprum and like, you know, this is where a lot of their bodies come from, is from the sea and, you know, Osprum kind of provides that, like maybe they should consider worshipping her. Well, like I said, one of them is actually an acolyte from Osprum's temple. The other two are... And, and the other? Procan. Oh, damn. I stopped talking to them. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was a valiant attempt, sign. Yeah, as soon as I find out, as soon as I see the little symbol, I'm like, oh, just stop mid-sentence. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, so, yes, you guys... I wonder what the, if this would classify as religious... Religious. I swear, I haven't been drinking. But apparently, my, my brain is short-circuiting or something. Um... I like this. Make me, you two, as you're busy performing the services for these sailors, um, I would like you to both make me one of two checks. You can either do uh, an intelligence religion check, or you can do a charisma persuasion check for me. Um, what are we, what is this about? This is now going, going about actually uh, performing the burial rites and things. Uh, while the other sailors are, um, you know, there and watching you. Okay, you guys yeah. managed to do this without a hitch. Without a hitch, Cyan, you're learning that you have acquired in the more formal uh, practices mm -hmm. of the Church of Osprim, um have really come to fruition here, and uh, you deliver a, a a very touching sermon. Um, Though, at the end of the sermon, you still are trying to convince them that the best way to dispose of the bodies is to dump them in the harbour, as uh, Osprim wishes. so <laughs> um, Put it this way, they, they will go into the earth here and eventually make their way to the ocean from the earth. Um, I guess so. But well, the way it plays out is... Tyan, you earn two favors from the sailors that are attending at this point. Um, Heck yeah. Uh, these favors can be anything from, you know, not paying a further devotion to Ostrom in you know, the form of a donation. Um, you can ask for help at some point, whatever you like. Uh, just uh, make a note of it somewhere. Um Carcarius, you are also similarly um, blessed, if I can put it that way. I think that's the right word to use for it. Um, you have earned one favor with some of the crew above the wave piercer, above, aboard the wave piercer, <laughs> um, that you can also use to a similar, a similar thing. The favor is just a promise of future assistance um, yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good. Nice. Um, Alrighty then. 
So with the, the, the sailors taken care of, the rest of you guys, I know uh, Mickey was off exploring the pubs where she found the rusty knocker. I think Beiru was with her. Um, I know a, a couple of you guys wanted to do shopping and that stuff, but would you guys do that necessarily on the first day back into port, or would you go see the Duke? I think, I think we would have... Oh, well, I would... Well, here's my suggestion, right? So there's lots of stuff we need to sell here. I'm good at uh, persuasion. So it uh, looks like... It's you guys persuasions. Maybe sign... Well, while I'm with you guys now... Uh, we sort of sell all the stuff, split the bucks, and then people can go their separate downtime ways, you know? Well, I, can... I think... Help. Yeah, Mickey? No, I can help. I have a plus ten in persuasion. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I have a plus ten in persuasion. Was... Yeah, so then, uh, yeah, I'm helping you. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, but what I was going to say is, let's maybe go see the Duke first before he hears rumors and sort of word of mouth rather than straight from us about the crystal and the island and everything. What crystal? Uh, probably a good idea. <laughs> what crystal? <laughs> Green one. Okay. What so, island? I think most of you guys one. were like heading towards the Lark and Laurel as well to get a night's rest, eh? Mm. Um, so I'm going to do a long rest and then you guys can go do all of this stuff in the morning. Hello? Why is this not working? Good idea. Let's see what spells I'll need today. You guys get a long rest, you get back some... Uh, well, because this is a luxury place, I'm going to say you get back all your hit die. So I'm just doing a double long rest. Nice. Um, shoot, there was something that I thought of, and then now it's completely gone straight out of my freaking mind. Okay, yes, so you guys were met at the last and by, by a couple of things, first of all, that evening. Um, for two of you, there are messages that have been left. Um, Xerxes, I need you to roll a percentile die for me, please. Hundred and four. <laughs> a 14 nice. um, you're lucky because there was a 20% chance that this person was in town uh, waiting for you at the Lark and Laurel uh, you can see he's purchased himself some uh, better looking equipment and clothing uh, he's looking a little bit more rested, a little bit pinker in the cheeks um, yes, you find Punkatar relaxing in the parlor and he's incredibly happy to see you all as you enter the Lark and Laurel he stands up and dusts himself off and comes rushing towards you with his hand held out ready to shake hands with anybody who's willing to do so I'll say you look well and I'll shake his hand Yes, sir. I've, I've, I've managed to get myself a commission aboard one of the merchant vessels. Hey, guys, who's this again? He's, he's the person that was on the first ship uh, offshore that we uh, let go. He's a wizard. Oh, the one in the... Was he in the cage? No. No, he's, no. he's the one that was helping the bandits and then yeah. decided that his life was more important. 
was a oh. it was like called cool. I'll do anything if you let me live. Oh yeah, right, right, yeah, okay. Actually that was before Cyan joined the group, believe it or not. Really? I don't think Cyan was with you guys when you took the ghost the sea ghost. Oh yes, you went to bay to 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 burl first, and then you went down there. Oh, yes, yeah. okay, now that's right, that's right. No, you didn't try to blow up that ship. Um, yeah, you basically held his his spellbook hostage. Yeah. Um, and since then, well, he's and sort it, of been ranking for you guys. And his. Uh, and pretty much his life. Yes. Yeah, he's pretty much at your. Uh, mercy. Um, but he says, I have a most fascinating story to tell you. Should you ever come across um, a dragon turtle traveling around the Azure Sea, um, take a careful look if you have a spyglass upon you at its back. Because there is one particular dragon turtle that has an entire village traveling upon it. Sounds cool. It is the township of Badu. Badu being the dragon turtle. He says, you might find some work there. It's an interesting place. Some odds and ends. Weird people. Not, 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 not going to downplay that. Um, but there's very strict rules about how you should conduct yourself on the... Uh, well, we'll call it an island, but it's not really an island. Keep what an eye out. The oh, all kinds. There's a couple of gnomes, gnome jewelers there. There's, um, let me just grab the note quickly. Uh, it's actually, the whole place is run by uh, a druid that seems to be uh, the chief friend, if you will, um, of, of this dragon turtle. Uh, goes by the name of Carmelie. C-A-R-M-A-L-E-E. -E. He seems to be the one that uh, makes sure that the turtle doesn't dive below the waters and drown everyone. That's very interesting. That's a good uh, person to know. Thinking back to the dragon turtle we saw off in the distance. Could have been. Did it seem like that had a village on its back? It was... You guys didn't roll well enough. So it was actually, it could have been a friendly turtle with the village, wanting to try. <laughs> it could have been, and it could have just as easily have been a not so friendly dragon turtle without a village wanting to eat you. <laughs> a difference yeah. between a 9 and a 10. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, yeah, but Pukantau basically tells you a little bit about what he's been doing. Um, He's called. He's, he says the ship that he's working aboard at the moment is called the, the Razor's Crest, and um, he's set to to leave the next week or so, um, and they'll be traveling to the jungles to the south um, in an effort to procure spices. Uh, he's been hired on as basically the weather wizard, as in food spices. Yes, not as in other spices. <laughs> Not as in the spice melange. Anyway, that's a reference to Dune, if anybody cares. Um, yeah, 
the other thing, the other message is there is a small note, a piece of paper. Uh, not really a note, it's parchment that's been folded up very neatly. Um, it has a wax seal on it, and um, the proprietess offers it to you, good dwarf. Uh, it is addressed to Corollas, um, and the insignia on the wax is that of the, uh, the I was, what would you call it? The monastery? The main monastery? The main uh, monastery, oh. Of the order of the olive dragon turtle. Oh. There's a lot of dragon turtles tonight. I don't know why. I just realized the ir irony. Anyway. Um, so she hands it to you. Do you read it here? What do you do? Yeah, uh, while there's light. Uh, well, this would this would be at at night or the next morning. I'll leave it up to Is you. It in, are we in a tavern? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in the Lark and Laurel. Your luxury uh, accommodations. Uh, I'll I'll use a candle or a torch to read it. Um, basically, what they've um, the note that you've got. Sorry, I just want to so see. Yeah. I can't find. Hey, say again. I just want to interject here. Yeah. Mr. Dwarf, you have a freaking sword that makes so much light. <laughs> yes, but um, I don't want to be pretentious in a tavern, swinging around a sword of light and flame. It's just night light. It's just night. Yeah. <laughs> it's only This is a fancy establishment. You can literally tell them, hey, bring me a light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to pull out my sword in front of everyone. Where are we? <laughs> Your short sword. <laughs> it's, oh. it's, uh, unfortunately, it's a short sword. It's adequate. <laughs> <laughs> adequate sword. It is, it, is a, it is an adequate sword. I like that. <laughs> it it's a hot sword, at least. Yeah, you know what they say, it's not the length, it's the girth. It but anyway. the job. <laughs> um, so, the letter. Do you read it? <laughs> um, so basically, it is a letter from the one of the many scribes that serve as secretaries to the Grand Master of your order. Um, and please pronounce his name for me, because I'm not certain how to. Let me check what's his name first. Oh, shut up! <laughs> That's still still to be determined. No, I've got it here. <laughs> or how yeah, to pronounce I see it. it. Now as well, but I can't remember. <laughs> so, so I just attempt to pronounce it like I would pronounce it. Because <laughs> to me it would be Mateato Mateato. No, no, it, no just he's just Mateato. Just Is it just Mateato? One singular. No, okay. They should be a. They should be a, a comma there. Huh. Okay. We'll just quickly put in a comma. There you go. 100%. So, Mateo, the Grand Master, Mateo. is apparently traveling down from the capital of Neoldra. Um, and it's a brief description of the route that he is going to be taking. And he is supposed <laughs> to be traveling. Oh, excuse me. Um, some ways through the Dreadwood, but on one of the, what is considered the more safer routes because it's so heavily patrolled by the King's men. Um, but him and a small entourage, no more than 15 to 20, 
uh, monks, um, as well as a couple of other dignitaries from the capital, uh, will be traveling down to Seton. Um, when you look at the date on this particular piece of paper, when this when it was written, um, I mean, you know, sometimes it can take a while, even for a speeded courier to get something from the capital down here to the arse end of the kingdom of Kierland. Um, but looking at it, um, this was sent about two and a half months ago. And it is not that long a journey. Uh -oh. And the Grand Master, as far as you are aware, is not in Seton. Is now in Seton? No, he's not. He's not. He should be here, but he's not. Oh. Okay. So, take that to mean as what you will. If you'd like to reply to the monastery, uh, you can find a, uh, a courier service that will do that for you. For like so a silver piece. He's on his way from where he's from to? To Seton. Seton. Mm -hmm. uh, along with a bunch of other guys, a bunch of nobles from, from the king's court, um, and uh, entourage of monks and soldiers and things. Um, basically on a on a what would you call it? Like a sightseeing, just a, a tour of the of the country to see what's going on down here in the south. But the message was dated over two and a half months ago, so you should have been here already. Pretty much. Hmm. That's okay. Well, while we have downtime, that's one thing I'm going to start investigating. Cool. Um... So, just keep that in mind for when we start doing downtime stuff. So, nothing else of interest for you at the Lark and Laurel. As you go to sleep and that, um, you first of all, you're astounded by the luxurious comfort that you find yourselves in. Uh, once again, you are, are being fed much better food than the chef on board the, the ship provided. <laughs> Uh, no fish, first of all. You get some nice lamb and beef, whatever your heart's content. Um, the next morning, if you're not doing anything else, you rise to a fantastic smelling breakfast that you can smell wafting up the stairs to your rooms. Um, you know, down Here, in the... I think you need the... to talk to the chef. <laughs> if you want pork, freaking lamb and that kind of crap on the ship, you get it on the damn ship. <laughs> well, there's enough room in the hold. You could purchase these yeah, well, things. Somebody can tend to the animals down there. Don't have a druid. <laughs> Who's going to do the slaughtering and butchering? I can practice. I should have guessed. It's the taking care of them that I have an issue with. But if, if somebody wants to take care of them, I'll do it. No problem. Uh, take care of them. Else can take care of them. <laughs> take care of them or take care of them. I'll take, take care. care. Take care <laughs> of them. Oh, uh, goodness. So, yeah, the next morning you guys are awake, up and about. Where are you off to first? Oh. We're all going to 
together, um, is there a shop on the way that we can stop at, <clears throat> like a jeweler and a general trading goods store on the way to the, um, who, who are you saying the, 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 Duke. the Duke. Duke, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, well, you do know that the Duke's Court only officially opens a little bit later in the morning, about 10. So if you're up and about early enough, um, yeah, you'd be able to go pass through the market areas um, on your way, you know, to the, the Ducal Palace. Um, so are you looking just for, like, general places where you can sell some of the, the stuff that you guys have hoarded? So mostly jewelry and, uh, yeah, just like, you know, uh, weapons... And general, yeah, mostly weapons and jewelry, really. Is it all the stuff that's sitting in the party sheet at the moment? Yeah, pretty much. Alright, give me a second. What, what was our deal with the Duke again on our whatever we claimed from a mission? Like, when he needed to get a cut of something, I remember. Um, no. Uh, for your, let your letters of mark, for your privateering. Um, yeah. basically whatever you, if you encounter any, uh, pirates or you know, any of the sea princes, um, ships, etc. uh, if you engage and take their stuff, yeah. you get, I think, what's it? 50% of it. Okay. So basically stolen goods, really. Yes. Anything, anything that's re been recovered effectively. Okay. Um, nice. I see the letters. Um, oh no, this is a book. Legal distinctions and letters of Mark um, is still in the in the thing. Are you going to get rid of those as well? Because I'm seeing five bolts of rare silk. Yeah, we do need to. Barry, did you say you wanted one of the silks or not? The silks, no. It was dye. Hey. Okay. Uh... Yeah, we each got a vial of rare ink or something like that. Um, yeah, if no one wants this, uh, if no one needs this salt, let's get rid of it. Any objections? Neville, I couldn't hear you there. Doesn't the bard want the salt? Doesn't the bard want it? Mickey, would you like any silk? Silk. Make yourself some silk, silk pajamas. <laughs> I don't know. Can I make silk rope? Can you make silk rope? Wink. <laughs> that is an interesting question. She's preparing for when Xerxes converts the ship. I am always Give me a second and I will check something for you quickly. How much does this weigh? Weight of five. Sixty feet of silk rope weighs three pounds. Hmm. Okay, just so you're aware, each one of these bolts weighs five pounds and is worth a hundred gold pieces. 60 feet yeah. of silk rope costs mm -hmm. 12 gold pieces. And weighs wow. about 3 pounds. We can literally all get 5. Yeah. So, 
if you if you want to like come out on top money wise, I'd say sell the, the bolts of silk and just buy silk rope. <laughs> Fine. I could just buy silk pajamas then. You could do that too. Yeah, I'm going to help uh, persuade whatever store or shop we're in to get a better deal on everything we're selling. Well, I mean, in the market area, there's lots of cloth merchants and things flogging things, so you can, um, you can, you know, do do the rounds trying to find whoever's going to give you the best deal. Um, it won't be a single merchant that you're dealing with, and this will go for most of this, these sundry items that you're trying to sell. It's only really like magical things that you're trying to flog that will be somebody more specific or like artwork. Um, okay. So give me a persuasion check or deception check or intimidation deception. check. <laughs> with advantage. I'm just allowing you different ways. With advantage. Yeah, with advantage. Let's this is going to be ridiculous, isn't it? Probably. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that is a natural 20 for a 30. Persuasion. That's crazy. I'm trying to decide how to do this. Roll me a D100, please, Mickey. No, no, that's not, that's not how you do it. <laughs> right, 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 click on your, um... D10. D10. And just a percentage one. And then just a percentage. Oh, very nice. That is very nice. So, you, uh, if it was going to be low, I would have added 10%, but I think a 50% increase is more than enough. So... Um, I'll allow that roll to stand for all the stuff that you're going to flog. Um, so, 500 gold pieces is going to turn into 750 gold pieces. Do we need, I don't think we need candlesticks. Get rid of it. <laughs> it's the damage statue. Uh, hold on, one second at a time. One thing at a time. Okay, right. the candlesticks are worth 10 gold pieces. So that's another 20. Alright. Uh, take it you hanging. Well, the cart, I think, is still see, sitting in uh, yeah, salt Yeah, uh, That chain mail vest. Does anyone want chain mail? Mm. Nope. No. Okay. Mm. Salad. Okay. 37 gold pieces. Uh, crossbow bolts? What's up? Can I sell some stuff at this general store as well? Absolutely. We'll go through each of you guys so you can clean up your, your inventory if you like. Okay, no. You can keep the bolts. Uh, daggers, crossbow bolts, cross, crossbow, I mean light crossbows. Six of them. Anybody want a light crossbow? No, I'm good. Oh wow, that's only like six gold pieces. The dagger? Solid. Nobody collecting daggers like Hayes. No, it's only you that wish to stuff it How is a dagger worth two gold and a light crossbow is only worth one? More steel in the dagger? More stab. <laughs> Could be. 
Beats me. All right. Yeah. Um, statue and jade. Okay, so damaged statue, twenty gold pieces. Uh, the gems and jewelry. Holy shit, that's like a thousand gold pieces worth. You guys get rid of it. Yeah. Uh, okay, the three pieces of jade, three hundred yeah. gold, and yeah. uh, okay, let's In quarter staff, you can sell. Keeping all the potions, quarter staff is worth two silver pieces. Okay, and then everything at the end from the shield. Okay, well, I'm gonna just do a mental thing in my head. That's 30. The short bow is 25, so that's gonna be 42. Um, 70, no, 67. Spear. Yeah. Does anybody want spears? I can't even. Too late. Uh, studded leather armor. Studded. I don't. What's the studded leather armor? It's thirteen plus two decks. Twelve plus two decks. Twelve plus whatever your decks bonus is. Maximum of two, though I think. Mm. I'm fine. I'm no, it's light armor. It's not capped. Already? A 12? 12 plus 4 is 16. No. Keeping it? Uh, selling it? Hmm. You have enough money to just buy a new one. Don't worry yep. about it. Pretty much. Yeah, when I feel crashed. Alrighty. And the rope you're keeping, I assume. Yeah. Alright. I'm gonna go through your guys' inventories from left to right. Um, if it would load. Uh, okay, what do you need sold, uh, Alan? Uh, we, uh, um, we're not putting, giving that money to everyone now. Oh, we can do. That's 1,975 times 1. 1.5. Hello. Crap. 2,962 gold. Hey, okay. Money, money, money. It's a hell of a lot of money. You people need a gold sink. I'm spending a lot of my gold now in this break. <laughs> Trust fund. 494 gold pieces each. It's quite nice. Fuck yeah. Not okay, so. uh, going from top to bottom. Uh... I forgot we had horses. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere. These tomes I was hoping to oh. use as leverage when finding someone to craft uh, those items for me. Uh, 
But if I don't need them, I can sell them. So that's up to you. No, sir. It is up to you. Are you talking about those ones in the sky blue leather? The fragile tome. Fragile tome, gilded tome. Uh, if if I was going to speak to some sort of wizard to craft me items, they might have been interested in this. So that's the, that's why I sort of have them. Um, if I don't need to. Yeah, I'd say keep them for now. We'll see. Okay, then this diamond we need, that's a quest item. Uh, <laughs> Flag dash quest. <laughs> um, I don't think I need to sell any of this. Oh, I'm, I, I need to, I want to sell my tent and I want to buy a fur lined tent. <laughs> I don't know. Is there such a thing in the It is. It's a, really? it's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. I've just learned something new, folks. Fur Fancy tent. tent. Not a poor tent. Uh, what the hell is its name? <laughs> it's actually just uh, called something tent. Yeah, F-U-R-Dash-Lined Tent. Fucked up. <laughs> Something. I do not see it. Yeah. Fucked up Branson <laughs> tent. <laughs> Only records which you own can be shared. It's 5e solo adventure, the tortured land. Is that, uh, that's probably why it's not, it's not in a book that we're using. Yes. Where the hell does that come from? I don't know. Don't know. But if, if you um, would like to, you can upgrade your tent to a fur lined <laughs> tent. I'll say it will cost you like five gold pieces. Well, uh, this thing costs thirty, and the normal tent costs twenty-two. Okay, great. So then that costs you thirty. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I think I was happy to spend more. Four, two, one, seven. My, how much? Uh, thirty gold. Mm. Okay. Cool. Did you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Siren. What do you want <laughs> to sell? If anything. Mickey? Mm. What do you have anything that you want to sell? No. Nope. Okay. Next. Siren. <laughs> Can you edit this tent for me? I can't do so. I'll make a note to edit it, edit it later. Um, yeah, I think Zion wants to unload all of his gear, like his weapons. So he's got a broken mace, another mace, a spare shield, <laughs> um, some scale armor. Um, I, I forgot that you were just walking around with all this extra yeah, stuff. Got all this weaponry, you know, just in case I need to arm someone. Just never came about. <laughs> okay, so that's five. Um... Scale, mail, oh, shield. Make that 10. Oh. Uh, 60. Oh, almost got rid of the sentinel shield. 70 gold divided by 2. Anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it. Eh? Okay, so you can add 35 gold pieces to your GP. Alrighty, Corollas. 
Do you have anything you wish to sell? Um, I'm checking it through my stuff. I don't even have a lot of stuff. <laughs> uh, potion of healing, potion of climbing. Quarter stuff I'm gonna keep. The normal one. I already gave the other one to someone. Xerxes. Yeah, I've got that quarter stuff you caught. Yeah. So I'm, I still have the normal one. Uh, my smith tools with me, torch, uh, water skin, wine skin, enchanted halfling weed, <laughs> dwarf face pipe. Uh, no, I don't really have anything. I have four acid piles. That you bought for a very specific reason once upon a time, but I don't remember what that reason yeah. was. Was it for the troll? Yeah. And uh, I have I have oil flasks as well. Three left. <laughs> well, you never know when they might come in handy. Yeah, so I'm still gonna keep them. If you don't want the acid ones, I'll grab Do you really want to give the chef acid? Yeah, it's, it's for flavor. <laughs> but I don't Just know. An extra tang. <laughs> Extra zest. Alright, Carcarius. Uh, I just want to get rid of the three of the fancy decanters. Fancy decanters. Three of them. Yeah, want to keep one to be fancy. Right. <laughs> I don't know why that was unlocked. So that's 60 gold pieces. Oh, and uh, that's all I really have to sell. Alrighty. So you'll add the 60 gold to yourself, huh? Yeah. Beiru? What junk do you want to get rid of? I don't have junk. Great. So, that means you're done with that for now. So, uh, sorry, I found um, uh, these lanterns, bullseye lanterns. I don't need them, I want to sell them. I've got two <laughs> of them. <laughs> uh, one second, I'm trying to open up your character sheet. Bullseye lanterns, bullseye. I'm a looking for them, but I'm a not a seeing of them. It starts with an owl. Lantern, comma, bullseye. Ah, that's why. Okay, that's gonna be worth 10 gold pieces. Do I add, add the gold myself? Or... Yes, please do. Okay, and then. Um... So what else did I see here? This principles of navigation is that important? Like I'm pretty sure I've read it by now. It probably has no value, like for me to keep it anymore. Probably not. So then that as well. Okay, so that twin flog for ten gold. Yeah, I think. I mean, like, I, I got the shovel, I don't really don't need it, but it, got in, it came in handy last time, so I'll keep it. Yeah, that's me now. <laughs> yeah, your, your shovel that was used as a, what, a quasi-anchor. Um, yeah. Alrighty. Depth detector. <laughs> so, you guys move through the market. Um, I would like you guys to make me some perception rolls first. 
as you're busy out and about, wandering around, looking around, seeing what's what. Oh, there's the two. <laughs> yeah, cyan with advantage. <laughs> Twelve. Vayru <laughs> uh, fifteen. Okay, so Xerxes seventeen, Kankiri seven, Bims eighteen. Bims is excluded from this. I should have told you. Um, Corolla's twenty-one. Who hasn't? Rolled. Mickey? Siren? Yes. I require a roll from you, please, milady. What? What roll? A reception. Um... I should get a net 20 or something. Yeah, there we go. It's 22. 22 is not bad. Wow, you've got a plus 5 in perception as well. That's really good. Alrighty. So. As you're busy doing your, your, well, not shopping, your selling, uh, getting rid of a whole bunch of your excess baggage, a um, couple of things become very apparent to you guys. You are noticing um, what appears to be uh, like beggars and things, um, quite a number of them uh, in town, and you know, they seem to be begging for arms. Basically, um, if you asked one of the, the merchants about them, um, they basically let you know that uh, a bunch of these uh, beggars, well, refugees really is what they are, um, have been coming into town lately um, from the west. It appears oh. that there is something that has been displacing them. From whatever homes they may have had this is further further beyond um, even salt marsh uh, these guys come from the whole marshes um, there's even one or two of them who have claimed to come from as far as away as west keep the dragon can we ask them what's happening why where, yeah, where, you can where, ask where are you guys coming from why uh, sir, if you if you can get us some food, I'll tell you whatever you want. I'll just uh, give him a ration. I've got rations. Yeah, uh, eat this and drink this uh, warm wine. <laughs> warm wine. <laughs> if I have a like silver piece, and he'll tell you everything. Yeah, pretty much at this point. But he'll take he'll take the food and and the wine at this point. I says thank you, thank you, sir, for your kindness. Oh no, we've 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 lost our homes, our entire village. I lost most of my family. I've only got a couple of wee ones that are are staying outside of town at the moment. Um, he goes on to tell you a story about how there have been marauding hordes of monsters. Um, moving out, you know, from some, from like the drowned forest, from the whole marches, um, you hear some stories that feel, feel a little bit like he might be mixing up details of other stories he's heard, um, because the kind of 
uh, descriptions that he's giving you of the creatures that he claims to have been attacked by arrange everything from like giant spiders to lizard folk to um, goblins hobgoblins ogres um, at a point he gets like super excited and says he even saw a giant that absolutely crushed his neighbor's skull by standing on him Uh, how did the, how did everyone survive? There looks to be a lot of you uh, around town. We just kept on running, sir. We just kept on running. Some of us had had boats. Uh, we sailed them for as far as we could uh, along the coast, trying to avoid whatever dangers we could. Um, but it just ain't safe in the west, sir. Um, the king, the king's got to do something. Uh, at this rate, they're going to overrun Westkeep. As if it wasn't bad enough that the Sea Princes wanted back. Oh. Can I ask, uh, what, is your, what was your profession? What is I was profession? a farmer, sir. A farmer? That's right, sir. So do you know much about... Um, fuck, what's it called? Animal? No, no. Looking <laughs> off animals, I forget. Like, uh, husbandry. Husbandry. Animal husbandry. That's the one. I I, I I know a thing or two, sir. Yes. Hey, so yes, someone that can look after our livestock on the boat. <laughs> 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 How would you like a job, sir? Yeah. Children. We can feed you and we can give you shelter if you look after our livestock on our ship. Even says, oh, I suppose we could probably pay you as well because you've got a family. Shame. Uh, can can. My family join me, sir, or is this only for me? It's not the safest. I guess there's space on the ship, but uh, we are wandering adventurers, and at times, you know how it can get at sea. Uh, there may be how good. How good are your children with a knife? <laughs> no, don't give children my, my children are only two and three, sir. How about a short sword? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are barbarians. Um, uh, I uh, m- maybe when they're bigger, sir. No. Uh, but I'll, I'll gladly take the job if if well, if you can if you can tell me where to find your ship. I will I will tell my my family. Um, I must just beg one more favor from you, sir. Uh, did you give this guy a silver piece, Mickey, or? Would you just tell Xerxes about uh, the silver piece? I would have given him a gold piece because he has babies. Okay, gold piece would would probably feed his family for a month. month. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. quite quite nice. Okay, let me um, try actually, and find like a um, a foster mother. No, oh, well, his wife is still alive. Is his wife alive? Yes. Okay. She could fight as well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she with a great sword. Guys, <laughs> no. Um, he says, my wife is actually a fair hand with a bow, sir. Uh, yeah, we are ten sailors down, you know. <laughs> no. She's not children. I will fight you on this. Fight. Um... So but you're, gonna have to, you're gonna have to stay with the animals on the boat. So if you're okay with putting yourself up there. I, I don't mind, sir. I used to have pigs in me living room. 
Okay, perfect. The smell doesn't bother me at all. So you'll find our boat docked. Uh, it's called the the Wave Piercer. Can't miss it. It's got giant red flaming unicorn flag. <laughs> is that the flag this week? Is that, is that the flag we've got up today? Oh yeah, it's that the, the flag changes every day. Hey, it's the sails yeah, that change every the week. The sails that change every now and again. <laughs> Grief. At least you can think of it this way: you will always be inconspicuous because nobody will fucking know. <laughs> you know, you're not going to knock. I was attacked by a ship with black sails and a red unicorn on it. Then the next week, I was attacked by a similar-looking ship, but with pink sails and a teddy bear on it. <laughs> Oh, no. So, um, he basically just, uh, he begs, yeah, he, he takes that, that gold coin um, and he begs you uh, a couple of days to get his family sorted. Um, but he promises, he swears um, that he will be there, ready ready for work, ready for duty. Cool. Now we just have to tell the Duke that we need some livestock on board to feed all of our men. Well, we sir, I, I, I know how to tell a good goat from a bad one. Would you would you like... This might be asking a little bit much in terms of, of trust, but um, I could procure supplies for you in town. Goats, maybe a couple of sheep, some chickens, a cow. Fresh milk on a ship is always good. I think we can discuss that yeah. after we've been to the Duke. So we'll let you know, but then essentially, yeah, like, we could easily get him to go buy stuff for us and then send the bowl to uh, a large moral. Yeah, well, I, w- I would play let him, uh, let him go check the ship, hold in that, to see how many animals he's been there, the variety. Yeah. And then then, then he can go and get us a price on, on how yeah. much. Okay, give me give a second. What do you want to say, Byron? What has Cyan got to say? Uh, this is, are we sure we want to give money, like, more money to, like, buy stuff to this guy? He sounds like just a peasant. No, we're not. That's exactly it. We're not giving him any money at the moment. We're getting him to go and scout what sort of provision we would need for a boat of our size. And um. then to give us a, an indication of what we would need to get we can discuss it there often. I want you to bring uh, me five quotes. <laughs> it's, kind of... it's just it's just that, like, you know, he had a pig in his living room. It's just he doesn't seem like, I don't know, the best for the job. I don't know. Like, maybe there's other hobos. Like, better, better hobos. <laughs> a higher class of hobo. I would say he's more a serf than a peasant. Yes. Ask him his name. Yes, that's a good idea. Uh, oh, oh my name's Artin, sir. What? Artin. Artin. I, I would tell you how to spell it. Uh, no, sir, that's my first name. I don't have a surname. You see, sir, he doesn't even have a surname. <laughs> kind of family does he have? I've been watching uh, that time we reincarnated, uh, reincarnated as a slime. Oh yeah, um, and basically you give people names and then they like level up and they're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking we, we give him a surname and then he'll love us forever. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. NPC to a PC. I gave him a gold piece. 
Yeah, right. I now dub thee Barton. Wait, what? No shame. This is going to be carried on for generations. Listen, he, he, he ponders the notion of a last name. Um, like it's a magical thing. He's just like honored by being thought highly enough to actually warrant a second name of any sort. Put it this way. What, what children does he have? Boys, girls? He's got one boy and one girl, sir. How about we give him like a name that is a continuation of us? I can't tell. What you thinking? I don't know. I was. We 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 we. Murder person. Murderson. Art and collateral. I kind of like that. Yes, it makes sense. I am affecting myself in this conversation. <laughs> I'm just. That's what it is. Sorry, I'm just <laughs> disappointed in this group of whispering men. <laughs> okay. Is welcome, Simon. See you later, Arts and Collateral. He's got a tear in his eye. He says, Thank you, sir. I'll be there in the, tomorrow morning, first thing. And he runs off. He just. Now we can trust him. <laughs> we have named him, therefore we can trust him. I stopped the fire. Actually, ironically, I don't know if you've ever heard of the concept of a true name. Yeah, and it's like ultimate power over someone. Yes. So basically, you just given this guy his true name <laughs> because he inevitably will be collateral in some form or the or the other, or his family will. <laughs> so. You make your way through town. Um, another thing with you guys that rolled so high, um, that would be Xerxes and Siren and Corollas. Um Last time you were in town, one of the things that you noticed was there was a whole bunch of the Navy ships um, that had left... Sorry, there's going to be a funny noise now because I just... The fan is blowing my note page in front of me. Um... A whole bunch of the Navy had actually exited the port and were out on patrols and that because, you know, there had been increased activity from the Sea Princes. Um, you also know that, um, what was his name, old Applegate, had led a small contingent out of town at the same time you were leaving. Um, one of the things that you notice now, as well as you're getting closer and closer to the Ducal Palace, is you're noticing there is seems to be a stream um, of soldiers that are basically moving either towards the dock or back from the dock. Uh, there seems to be a lot of military personnel going about business in, in the city, um, more so than the last time you were here. Um, you can also see that greater effort has been put in um, to to like making sure that you know, like the street markets, the carts and things are always kept clear, so that these patrols and things can pass by without uh, too much interference. And you can see like the the peasantry, the townsfolk, um, as soon as they see one of these bands moving towards them, they just hug the walls. 
So it's definitely sort of like a martial order that's going on at the moment. But yeah, you approach the Ducal Palace. Um, very much unchanged. You see the, the, the Duke's coat of arms are still magnificently large and plastered on either side of the, the gatehouse. Um, you are met there by four guards with pikes um, who do recognize you. Uh, and one of them leads you into the courtyard, up the stairs, and into the the entrance hall, if you will. Um, you can see a couple of things. Um, again, a whole bunch of nobles, a couple of peasants. Uh, obviously, this is one of the Duke's... No, no justice days basically um where he dispenses advice or makes judgments on things uh everything from flippant you know uh, a broken ship or a stolen shipment or whatever the case may be land dispute you name it um so there's there's a fair amount of hubbub that you can see there are scribes and pages um darting here and there the large um, wooden doors leading into the uh, ducal throne room, if you will. Um, what is the actual word I'm looking for? It's got a, diff a better word. <sighs> Audience chamber. There we go. Um, they are standing open at the moment, and there are some people uh, being allowed in slightly. Um, but you are met um, after a short while by the Duke's Seneschal. Old uh, Rohan Sharnvale. His black skull cap on his head. You see his head his beard trimmed slightly. Uh, he seems to be sporting a new staff. Or at least a different one. One that you haven't seen before. Uh, this one seems to have very sinuous dragons curving along it. Uh, with a gaping maw at the top, in which there's this white ball that's just very subtly glowing. And he approaches you and gives you a small bow, and he says, Welcome back, gentlemen and lady. I see you received my summons and have arrived timiously. Uh, what summons? This... Didn't Did we just come here because we wanted to? Yeah, I don't remember being summoned. Uh, we, we, there was a note left at the lock in Laurel for us. Oh no, he he buzzed me, didn't he? He buzzed you. Uh, okay. Yeah, we got your yeah. page. <laughs> <laughs> we just, just called him back to your page. Um, we got your page. This thing is very loud, by the way. Like It doesn't give you any chance to avoid it. He <laughs> doesn't shut up. One, one does not... Ignore the Duke. Sure, but we came because we wanted to as well. <laughs> it pleases my old heart to hear that. How sarcastic has he been there? Oh. It's dripping. <laughs> <laughs> it's dripping. It's almost gushing out. Um, and he says, Well, we have already received a preliminary report from Sergeant Ives. I hear you lost some marines and a few sailors to your activities. 
Yeah, but, the next well, time we request more smarter freaking Marines. Yeah. Is Marines don't know how to follow orders and they just got themselves killed. So it's not our fault. Well, you can explain all that to the Duke. Well, wait to um, and you see he waves over a page um, who leans down whispers something in the page's ear and the page rushes off up the aisle towards the, the duke um, and waits patiently while the duke is busy speaking to what appears to be uh, a young nobleman um, who seems to be positioning the duke for some special trading rights or, or something um, it takes five or ten minutes for all this to, to, to be resolved um, and the Duke motions the page forward uh, he looks down you can see he sort of cranes his neck just slightly to the right uh, to get a look at you guys uh, waiting in the entrance hall um, and he says something back to the page who comes darting you know through through the, the, the assembled court um, back towards you guys um, and in the next minute, you hear the Duke's voice carry out the doors, and he orders everybody to clear out. Um, and for the uh, crier to basically summon you in, and for the doors to be shut. How Say again, sorry. I will do a tactical retreat. <laughs> he says, everybody out, though. I'm going to no, no, receive. everybody in, who's in the audience chamber with him out. You must enter. Um, and the, the, the Seneschal would, like, um, put out his staff and poke you in the back and make sure that you enter anyway. <laughs> he says, come along now. It won't do to keep the Duke waiting. Um, as you enter... One thing off to the side, as you're busy going down the aisle, you see there's the Duke. You can see there are still a couple of guards you know, posted along the, the columns and the walls. Um, two other people are in this room and have remained in this room despite him ordering it cleared. One of them is a young woman with her hair done up in like an elaborate hairdo with like a silver chase net on it. Um, that's wearing a very familiar looking bright yellow silk dress. You would recognize her as the same young lady um, that was staying at the Lark and Laurel at a point, um, and that you also caught a glimpse of, well, some of you caught a glimpse of. I think it was Siren, Corollus, and Carcarius. You guys yeah. saw her along with two footmen in uh, Saltmarsh. Oh, we were extremely drunk. Yes. <laughs> no idea that, who that, she that is. Was, that was the entire hypothetical conversation. No, no I have no idea what you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can see that she's sitting off to the side in the stool. She has um, like a lady in waiting standing just behind her, and she seems to be doing just some some hoop work. She's busy embroidering something on a hoop. Um, I like like trying to hide within the group. She she looks up at the group um, with like a very faint light smile on her face I mean she's an attractive woman um, but I'd like you all to give me some insight checks please no 
I'm gonna roll low. Oh, I'd love. I just roll low. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the rest of you guys, inside, please. Wow. Actually, a plus six. Jeez. Okay, that's not bad at all. Um, Good judge of character. So, Calcarius with a 19, Siren with a 20, Beiru with an 18, and Corollas with an 18. Um, when she looks up at you, you can see that, that that smile, that polite little smile, doesn't quite touch her eyes. I, um, I could tell you that. Yes, well, seeing as you rolled the 20, you get one additional little piece of information. Um, for just a few moments, her eyes sort of catch yours, Mickey, and hold your eyes for a moment. And as you're watching, you can see that her brow kind of furrows slightly. Um, and then it's just back to this serene look on her face and she goes back to her embroidery ignoring you completely as the Shenashal moves you up um, to about 10-15 feet away from the ducal throne um, you see the duke is sitting there, he's wearing a particularly fine noble clothing, uh, you see he's wearing black trousers um, with like a silver embroidered um, stripe down down the side of the trousers black black riding blue boots boots you know some boots eh? uh some <laughs> black riding boots um and he's also wearing like a uh, what do you call it um just like a like a no like a black shirt um but the coat he's wearing is a very fine almost velvety like a very blood red dark red um with high collars um, and you also see this silver embroidery and in, on the left breast, you can see that uh, in the silver embroidery, it sort of like meets with like vines and things and turns into the ducal crest. Um, and he's also wearing a, because it is a day of judgment, um, a thin silver circlet uh, through his dark hair. Um, he waits for you to, to settle and for the doors um, to finish closing uh, at the end of the hall behind you. Um, and stepping out from one of the pillars, you recognize Lord Restford, who comes to stand just you know, to the left-hand side, not quite very close uh, to the young lady, uh, sort of between the, yeah, the lung, the lung, oh, can't speak tonight. The young lady and the duke um and he just gives you a also a polite little nod but his smile seems a bit more genuine um and the shenishal takes up his position at the duke's right hand no at the bottom of the stairs and the duke says to you well, welcome back um please send a message and bring sergeant ives in here would you rowan um, then you see uh, the wizard. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> the wizard. Do you actually do that out loud? <laughs> yeah, like, so I was like, oh boy. <laughs> um, I'll just the, put a hand on his shoulder. It's like, just be calm. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's 
So the Duke you know, gives us this message and you see um, Old Rowan close his eyes for a moment and he mutters something under his breath um, clearly casting some sort of spell um, and while this is happening the Duke catches each of your stares or your glances um, your eyes there we go that's where I'm looking for and um, sort of like he's taking the measure of you he can see you've clearly uh, while you have rested you clearly have a bit more experience waiting you down um, and he says we've heard reports uh, from the good sergeant who will testify to them now um, of some strange happenings from the aisle but I would like to hear it from you who amongst you speaks for the rest I'll look at Cartarius <laughs> the captain yep. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm captain now then <laughs> yeah my uh, roster ended last night <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on your election. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we... After speaking to the soldiers that survived the island, we found it firstly to be infested with undead. But in a strange way, they would only react if you stepped off a certain path go on and coming to the abbey that was there there were people worshipping a what would the right word be chaotic god does this god have a uh, name did you learn it Therastoon and you see the duke exchange a glance with both Restford and Shanvale at this and he like sort of sits back in his his seat and he says um, well that is disturbing we had no idea that disciples of one of the darker gods had uh, taken up residence there well they no longer do so you do not need to worry about them anymore did you slaughter them? For the most part, the head the head priest is dead. Oh, it sounds like you did me an additional service then. But the the strangest still was that when we arrived, the abbey was burned to the ground, and it seems like other maybe pirates or raiders had decided to attack the abbey. No, for reasons unknown what we knew ahead of time when my navy engaged pirates just off the coast yeah but the reason for why they did it not even the priests could tell us interesting interesting no what 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 other reason would pirates have than to try and steal something they obviously thought something of value was hidden there yeah. Did you find anything like that? There were some of treasures and that stored by the priest, but nothing 
Nothing that seemed would attract pirates. Knowingly, at least. He nods at this and he says, um, Let's circle back to this story tell of undead creatures. You say they didn't attack all of you. That there was a safe method? Well, there was, when we arrived on the island, Xerxes flew up and saw that there was a path through the dunes. And when we stuck to that path, we had no issues. But on our return, some of the soldiers we left on the beach found it upon themselves to go exploring and ran into the undead, it seems, and they were torn torn apart. So it's still... We did not deal with the undead. There were too many of them to safely deal with, with our numbers. And we're not quite sure how to just yet. Yeah. Interesting. I suppose you'll be looking for replacements for that. For those that lost their lives. Rest of it. Uh, See to it. Did you did you tell him, sorry if I missed this, yeah. that uh, some of them were sort of insubordinate and just went off and did their own thing? Well, that that was where I said they decided to explore the dunes and got ripped apart. Okay. <laughs> so someone, we need we need some marines who can actually follow orders if uh, if those are available. And I'm going to restrain myself from saying it. He says, <laughs> "Step forward, tiefling." I want to get a closer look at you. Do you Smell do so? I'm fluttering forward. <laughs> yeah, fluttering <laughs> forward. <laughs> he says, It was my understanding that you are a sorcerer of some sort. A purveyor of magical secrets. What was your opinion on this? This, this island? These worshippers of a dog, dark dog god, a dog god. There we go, <laughs> a dark god with these undead monstrosities. What would you do to cleanse such a place of these things? Uh, well, if we could gather all of them up, so that we could potentially. Uh, do some sort of mass spell slash ritualistic paladin thing. I'm not so well versed with the paladin sort of uh, spells, but essentially if we were to get all of them into one central location, we could potentially destroy them uh, a lot easier than having to fight them one by one. He says we can perhaps assist with that you think paladins might be best suited for this task i'll, I'll just add to what Xerxes is saying okay. I, I believe paladins and maybe some of the more um frontline clerics would be the best way to say it who can handle battle but also 
have some clerical abilities may also be able to assist in destroying these undead. And we need to uh, destroy them in one swoop if potentially we send an entire army and they were to die, I would imagine they would just turn into the undead. So we would need zero casualties. The Duke is nodding at this and you see old Rowan, the Shinnishal slash court wizard um, <laughs> takes a step forward and he says um, Your Grace, we could petition the Church of Saints Cuthbert. They are avowed enemies of all undead and the darker gods. Perhaps they would be willing to send members of their order to assist us. But we would have to put through the petition um, to the high priest in the old dra. Perhaps you could petition your cousin, the king, to intercede on your behalf. And the duke kind of scratches at his beard a little bit. Um, and he says, we will have letters sent north uh, to the capital in the morning. Um... We will make these requests, but I wouldn't get your hopes up. Uh, we could try sending a little bit further north as well. There are several knightly orders um, that do, from time to time, uh, work with the kingdom to eliminate such threats, but whether or not they will come this far south is unknown. But we can try. But was, I think your idea has merit. I, just, I certainly do. And um, as he's saying this, you see the door at the end of the hall opens up slightly. Um, there's a brief, brief little hushed conversation. And you see Sergeant Ives slipping into the hall and marching quite briskly up towards. And he drops to a knee in front of the, the Duke. Um, which none of you guys did, just by the way. <laughs> Bad you are forgiven. We're past that. <laughs> I think the Duke has just given up on your uncouth behavior. <laughs> it's just like, they're not going to get it. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a different culture entirely. I don't... Uh, yeah, it's, it's foreign I to me. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I'm, I'm short enough. <laughs> Uh, the, the dwarf always looks like he's bowing. Um, <laughs> but then again, he also is a monk, so I think it might also be like that genuflection is just like built in, maybe? I don't know. Um, but old Sergeant Ives, no, he's, the, the Duke motions for him to stand up and he says, Sergeant, um, I have confirmed your story. Um, Though you said there was something that you wished to tell me once these uh, good folk were before us. Um, what was that exactly? And his sergeant's eye sort of clears his throat, um, takes a deep breath. Um, Your Grace, after we finished with the Isle of the Abbey, we departed the Isle in search of something that these uh, adventurers were seeking, um, which is not what I had issue with, um, other than we were 
somewhat lost those marines on board when we stopped and we 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 brought a strange artifact aboard the ship um there had apparently been a battle deep beneath the waves um and this artifact is now sitting on the isle of the abbey my lord um before we left all of the undead that were still there um, had surrounded this object, though somehow my current, um, I hesitate to call them employers, my current commanders um, over here um, did not seem too concerned. Right? Uh, um, yeah, he, he kind of is like, he's like, you guys are giving him the daggers and the eyes, and he's like, he's sort of like trying to take a step slowly to the right to put some distance between you guys um it says and uh well it is still there sir we 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 left it there and i do not understand it myself but the undead seem to leave these guys alone i'll chime in and say what he says is true uh that's where my idea of gathering all of these undead together came from <laughs> yeah the but duke we, takes a moment <laughs> we we left this artifact on the island yeah i remember that same. We, we we still do not understand it and we thought it better leave it somewhere that it wouldn't endanger the city with bringing it back I'd feel free and go and get it yourself. Uh, yeah. I need Enjoy to know two effect. things about this artifact. What do you know so, about so, it? We know... Well, there's that. It's green. And we know it's celestial in nature. He, he kind of like raises a brow. You mentioned it's With, celestial in and nature. I'm gonna and I'm gonna make a point of this in my voice going with ties to my god. Ties to Procan. Yes. This is curious, but it sounds like temple business to me. I do and... not make a habit of involving myself in temple affairs. I will leave this with you if you can answer me one more question. Yes. What do you intend to do? The sergeant informed me that there appears to be an entity trapped within this crystal. Could you tell yes. was the, the strange writing uh, a warning, a spell, something keeping it in, keeping it, it out? That that's unknown to us which is why we left it there so I can do more research on it to see whether this is something that should remain trapped or something that should be released but we do need this uh, is part of our plan to rid the island of the undead well that is good because that was going to be one of your tasks going forward um, once we procure assistance from the temples or from one of the knightly orders 
um, we will mount another expedition to fully cleanse the island. Uh, with your assistance, you can also perhaps be part of the transportation of such waters, um, because it is vitally important, even more so... Hmm. And you see, like, pauses for a moment, and he looks Strategic to... Strategic point. Yeah, he, 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 lo he looks at Restford, um, and you see Restford gives, like, a slight nod, and the Duke continues and says... What I'm about to tell you does not leave this room. Am I clear? On pain of death. I look, I, I look at Ives. He just sneers at you, <laughs> as if this would it would be beneath him. You are you are insulting his honor now. Um, and the Duke catches this. He's very observant, and he says, "Be aware." Sergeant Ives works for me. You work for me. Part of his duties is to report on what you do. There will be no punishment for the good sergeant from your side. For anything, for any words he has shared with me. Am I clear? On the record. Yeah. Understood. On the record. <laughs> if off the record. <laughs> If I hear that you have deliberately put the good sergeant in harm's way, or that you have brought harm to him directly, let us just say that you had best not return to my waters. Um, just checking with everyone else. Um, are we not liking Ives at the moment? Is that a consensus? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> um, sorry, your 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 honour. Um, but. So, Ives is good, right? So if he kills off another 20 men because he can't discipline, that's fine. I just want to check. Oh. Just just checking, because, you know, like, I, I, you know, I've got to make sure we've got enough incense to do all the rights for all these dead sailors that keep popping up on our ship when we're not there. Get burned. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Just checking, just checking. I just, I just want to I'm check. Trying, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to think if I need to make you roll for this. <laughs> I'll back you up. Make me, make me a persuasion check. Yes, it is true. It is. Can I help him? Sure. What do you say to help him? No, I'll just back him up. Due to a failure for uh, in, like up, uh, instilling structure and discipline within your own men. Oh, right. oh damn! Nice, twenty-five. Nice. Oh, thank, thank, I kind of like elbow, um, Katrina, Like, yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was like a sick bird. The Duke listens intently, and. There's another one of those long pauses, as you can see, he is deliberating. And he says, You are perhaps too young to realize this. But it is not always easy to make sure that every order, every command is carried out to the letter. We often lose good men and women in our service. When orders are misunderstood 
or like you say, there's a independent streak and they, somebody decides to ignore those orders. Um, to a certain degree, the command would be at fault, but by that same reasoning, I would argue that if Sergeant Ives was at fault for the behavior of his men, ultimately, as you are superior to him, the fault rests with you as well. And since okay. I put power in your hands, the fault would rest with me. And to some degree, we will all have to carry the burden of those dead men on our thoughts. But would it really help to punish the sergeant? Well... No, oh no, okay, I'll just uh, make a note and I scratch into, like, a piece of paper. <laughs> Extra incense. <laughs> kind of, like, whisper it out loud to myself, sticking my tongue out of my mouth. The Duke says, We value all of our men and women. Every soldier, every lowly cook, every lowly peasant, Every member of our society has value to us, in one way or another. Let us agree to this. Sergeant Ives, you will make sure that harsher disciplinary measures are taken uh, in the future. If any survive their stupidity, they are to whipped, be whipped. Ten lashes. And you see, like, this is this is a fairly drastic thing for the Duke to be ordering, because you can see that uh, at the mention of ten lashes, uh, Ives kind of flinches. Oh. I'll take the whip off my belt and I'll say, yeah, I already got the Yeah. <laughs> We're prepared. Um... The Seneschal says, like, 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 quietly whispers to you, that's not the kind of whip we use. But this one's more fun. <laughs> no, it's a sailor's whip. Uh, he makes My a hand. note to show you the whip that they use, which is embedded with blades. Um, but anyway. Oh. oh um, God. That'll show you a shit. <laughs> so the, you see, you, you you feel that you have been somewhat chastised, and so has Sergeant Ives. Um, but the Duke says, "I will allow you to continue your pursuit of knowledge. I will even ask the Seneschal to have a look and see if he can find anything that might assist your research in his." private library that I have paid a hell of a lot of money for. Um, that would be appreciated. But he says, um, you are welcome to take your rest in port. Take some time. Uh, I will have marine sent to you. Um, your sailors that were lost, however, you will need to hire new sailors yourself. Uh, which isn't too much of an issue. This is out of character now. Too much, too much of an issue because you are in a seaport that has a lot of traffic. Um, there's always sailors looking to jump ship. Um, the Duke says there was a matter of payment for your services. 
um, 2,000 gold pieces upon completion. Uh, once we rid the island of the last dredges of this temple and their monstrosities, um, we will speak about future compensation. Uh, but for now, I will have 2,000 gold pieces uh, sent from the treasury to your ship. And I'm going to dispense those coins now to all of you. Um, the Duke says, take your leisure in town. Do what business you need to do. Um, your your course for now is free. I will have Rowan uh, reach out to you should you no longer be in town when we hear back about uh, the forces necessary to cleanse the island. But for now, you may go and know that you have served the Duke well and the King. Uh, before he sends us off, can I go, uh, sort of say, uh, Your Grace, it would help tremendously if we could uh, outfit ourselves better. Do you have a uh, potential master weaponsmith that we could consult? My personal armorer and weaponsmiths might be available, though they are busy producing arms and armament for my own men at the moment. Um, I will arrange a meeting between you and them sometime in the next week. Fantastic. Okay, so may I ask one last thing? One what, last thing. What news comes from the West? With we we noticed on our way here an influx of homeless in the street and refugees of sorts. Ah yes, I I was distracted for a moment by other talk. Um remember when I said to you that you are not to leave this room with certain information? Yes. The following needs to be kept fairly sac sacred, secret, <laughs> so as not to <laughs> cause a panic in the in the general populace. There, I have been increasing patrols both at sea and on land. Um, I have petitioned the king for more forces, and I am attempting to uh, gather a mustering. Uh, we have received increasing reports of attacks um, by the sea princes, and also by creatures that if Lord Redford's tales from Saltmarsh are to be believed um, are true uh, the Sahagan have been increasingly active on our, our southwestern coast there are also disturbing rumors of goblin kin and orcs and giants and dragons and all kinds of but we have not substantiated most of those. The only thing that we can say for sure is, judging by the way our ships were, um, no, there was that attempt uh, to scuttle our ships, uh, to sabotage the port, the docks, um, by some goblin tribes from the Dreadwood. 
let's just say I have a lot of things on my plate at the moment. Um, your letters of mark. Perhaps I will offer a further incentive. Should you find any Kierland merchants or naval vessels in need um, while traveling by sea, if you are to assist them, I will pay you a gold coin for every Sahagan head you bring me. And if you can bring me some sort of proof that you've taken down ships uh, from the sea princes, I will pay a bounty on those as well. Consider it done. If you venture inland... Beirut, do you have any of those Sagan like heads and gills still in your bag? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I don't think we collected it the first time we killed them. No, I'm, I'm going to make like I'm looking for the bag in any... Yeah. <laughs> um... But the Duke says, the same will go for any goblin can you find. If you rid the dukedom of any of these creatures, any of these monstrosities, I'll arrange some sort of compensation. Uh, we are very, very adept at uh, killing monsters. Uh, heads may be a little bit too heavy to carry. Might we uh, suggest something else instead? Ears. Left ear from each creature. Okay, left ear. Okay, sorry. Why so, left, though? Well, because other, otherwise we could take the left and right and claim as two. Or I could just pay you for each pair of ears. No, yeah, that works. Either way. What if we lose one? <laughs> then you won't be paid. But we have one ear. It's not like uh, so Hagen's going to let us go away with one of their ears. No... They might even only be born with one ear. We don't know. Very well, you will earn a half price for a single ear. Nice! (laughs) And with that, he says, I have court business to attend to. I have spent enough of my time with you this day. Um, Should you need anything, you may contact either Lord Restford or my Seneschal, and they will arrange it for you. For now, you are dismissed. And he, like, waves a hand, and you see the guards at the bottom of the hall open the doors again, um, and some of the courtiers that have been waiting out there start coming in as you are led down to the entrance chamber uh, by Restwood and Rowan. Um, I've just noticed the time. That took a little bit longer than I anticipated. Yeah, always does, hey. <laughs> always does, and I, I think that's partially my fault, but it's fine. Oh, storytelling, man. It so is. It's chill. So, for those listening, I do not know. I'm going to have to talk to Byron for a second. Not Cyan, but Byron. <laughs> um, Byron. At this point in time, we are moving into the downtime activities, which we'll probably continue with next week, um, you know, for the specific tasks that everybody wanted to accomplish. Um, Byron has been a member of our cast now for, geez, how long? More than a year? year? I have no idea. 
it's been a long time my dude um, and we are very sad to announce that he will be leaving us uh, to explore greener pastures of sorts I hope <laughs> but uh, I just want to to let you take over for a little bit um, and you can tell us how Cyan is going to spend his last day or days with the group go ahead yeah um, I think Zion like um, kind of knows he's gonna be heading off soon um, and it's kind of like very free with his money so like always insisting on paying for drinks um, and for like dinner and like tipping heavily um, Katarina when she's like doing the, the, the music in the, in the pub um, so like um, yeah, I'll be depositing off a thousand gold amongst everyone oh nice um, and then um, the remaining amount's gonna get um, donated to the uh, Osprum Church to do some renovations and expand, and like maybe bring in another priest. Uh, yeah, yeah, can help out the one guy that's here. <laughs> that is a very generous amount. Are you keeping that, any that for little yourself? acolyte? Just became became a priest. <laughs> I guess he probably would. He's probably like the only one that's like, like available. <laughs> Yeah, so going up in the world. Um, yeah, I think um, yeah, Sion will probably hand over the shield, um, the awareness shield, Sentinel, mm -hmm. back over to um, Carcarius at some point. Alright. Um, I'll find it a good home. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, hopefully. Um, other than that, he's going to keep oh. all his stuff. <laughs> Uh, you, what are you going to say, Carcarius? Let's uh, just say that and slowly wiping away the Osprum paint that you put on the shield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's just going to do that and like spend some more time just fixing up the shrine that he made at the dock side. At the docks. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then head over to the capital looking for this um, like uh, grandmother or this priest um, that he's heard about. Um, uh, Vinette, what was her name? You asked me as I closed my notes, hey? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I've got it here, I've got it written here. Uh, Neol Dra. Yeah, that's the capital. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, then it's just the cleric. Yeah, I just know it's an old cleric. Oh, yes, you just, you just cleric heard who this, went this, this, to uh, Dra. That's right. I think, yeah, he's going to just pursue that because um, as great as it is, like, you know, <laughs> slaying things in the name of Osprey, he kind of needs answers and uh, it's not really happening for him. <laughs> All right. So you are making your, uh, I'll call it a pil pilgrimage, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. In search of this old lady who may or may not have the answers that you are seeking. Um I just want to say thank you very much, Byron, for, for joining us. You will, I've said it before, you will be welcomed back to any table I run, whether it's virtually or in person. Hopefully one of these days, once this corona crap is over, it will be in person. Thank you very much. Um, um, thanks, everyone else, for um, like really integrating me into the group. I really have enjoyed that. Um, it has been a, a good, a good um, experience for me. And oh, it's been fun. Yeah, we have to step up our role playing game now. <laughs> oh, God. 
I was gonna say, I, 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 my biggest re- regret as a DM is that we're, we're losing somebody who was a really excellent RPer. So, yeah, we all gotta, we all gotta pull up our socks. <laughs> um, who knows? Maybe we'll see you around again uh, for a for a one shot or something. We'll definitely, definitely keep you in mind. Um, but I think that is a pretty good place to call it for the evening. Thank you very much, guys, uh, for joining. To the guys who popped in on the stream as well, listening in. Um, time to do the usual, uh, no, shameless, <laughs> shameless advertising. Don't forget to follow us on Twitch and on YouTube. And you can get our podcasts on Anchor and Spotify and all kinds of things. Um at Twitch, it's well. If you're watching it on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash gaming. On YouTube, you can just look for Gringoggle Gaming. On Spotify and all the other stuff, Gringoggle Gaming, you will find it. And it's of course the Great War campaign. Um, other than that, stay safe, take care, and we will see you guys next week. <laughs>